Gina Brandolino, and this is The Pansy Tapes, a podcast devoted to the stories, wit and wisdom, and life experiences of my mom, Patricia Partak-Ketlar, better known to her friends and family as Patsy, and to me as Ma. Patsy is interesting, hilarious, deep, occasionally spooky, and she has a flair for the dramatic. I should know, I've spent my whole life listening to her. My mom grew up in the house attached to the tavern her parents, Andy and Sophie Partak, owned and operated. Partak's Tavern was a neighborhood bar on the east side of Joliet, which is a south suburb of Chicago. It was a friendly place where men on their ways home from work at the nearby steel mill or railroad switchyard would stop for a beer. My grandparents would host fish fries and holiday parties, and there was often live music featuring an accordion and a fantastic instrument called the zingaboom. The tavern's address was 651 Garnsey Avenue. It was beloved by so many people, including me. Even though my grandma sold the tavern almost 40 years ago now, whenever I'm in Joliet, I still drive by the building it used to be in now just a private residence, and I regularly dream I'm at the tavern visiting my grandma. 651 was magic, and you'll hear more about it in a couple episodes coming up. This episode is about a different house, a house across the street from the tavern that, for my whole life, has existed as sort of a dark shadow of, or sinister counterpart to, Venerable Old 651 Garnsey. This episode is about 658 Garnsey. 658 was down the street on Garnsey from 651. And it was a home, my first home I grew up in as a little girl that my mom and dad rented from my grandma. This is my mom. The person she calls grandma is her own grandma, Mary Partak, her dad's mom. So, when Grandma couldn't keep the tavern anymore... Again, that's her grandma, Mary Partak. Grandma rented that building for income, and me and my parents and brother and sister came to live at the back of the tavern. So 658 was, like, always there was, like, different renters coming in and out, paying rent to my dad. And um, the last batch of people that got in there, and I think my dad let the realtor or let a friend, somebody, rent it out, or he didn't screen these people, but they were terrible people. And I just remember my dad saying, I wish I could burn that place down. It's a disgrace to our family. What year What year was that? It would have to be before my grandma passed away, and she died in 1966. In 1966, I was like 16 going on 17 and, and could care less about what was going on at 658 or at 651. I had my car, I had my boyfriend, I was driving all over Joliet with my friend Rita. I remember him saying that. Now I really wish I knew what those people were doing. Like if it was a, a house of prostitution, it was a drug dealer, or, you know, but I never knew. So 658, which had previously been home to my mom and her family, became a sort of black mark on the Partak family. When did they get rid of 658? When Grandma died and he had to settle all the accounts. 
And he sold it. He did sell it. When that happened, it was not owned by the Partak family anymore. A rental agency bought 658 and continued renting it out. Years passed, and now the story gets really interesting. Okay, so my father died three days later after my mother had the apparition. Huh? Apparition? Yeah, let me back up a minute and have you hear a story from right before my Grandpa Andy died. The year was 1979. My mom had stopped by the tavern to say hi to her parents. My mom told me when I went there a few days before that she had this really bad dream about my father's mom that lived with them for 15 years. And she said that grandma was in the back porch of the house and she kept knocking on the window and my mom got out of bed and turned and looked at my dad and he was sleeping. She, she went in the kitchen and said, what are you doing here? And my grandma didn't answer. She just like kept calling my mom by the window and she said, grandma said to grandma Parkak, you don't belong here. She kept calling my mom, and my mom just shut the light off and went to bed. And then a few days later, my father died in his sleep. So I believe what was happening was that my grandma was trying to tell my mom that she was calling her son. Okay, so in the dream, all that happened. That didn't. She didn't really go to the kitchen and find her in the window, right? Well, who knows? I mean, who really knows? Maybe she really did, and Grandma was really there. I mean, who can decipher what is a dream and what's real unless there was another person present? So we don't really know. And how many later? How many days later did he die? I think it was three days, because I kind of thought that's how, like, with Jesus on the cross. Like, three days later he died, or rose, or whatever he did. So that's the apparition. The story of 658 picks up again right after my grandpa died in 1979. We were worried about my mom, so me and my sister stayed overnight, and my mom didn't want to sleep in the bed my dad died on so soon. So my mom slept in the recliner. Sylvia slept on the couch, of course, and I curled up in some kind of a chair. And I woke up, and I'm like, my mom wasn't there, so I'm like, oh, my God, where's mom? So I looked in the kitchen. I looked in the bathroom, and the light was on in the tavern, and I woke up my sister. I'm like, mom's in the bar. She's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. So we walked down the steps, and my mom had the blinds in the tavern closed, and she was peeking through them, and she's like, your dad got his wish. Look at the house is on fire. Six fifty-eight burned to the ground that early morning in 1979. Even now, there's still no house there, and the weeds are waist-high in the summer. I really think all buildings, but houses especially, are living things. We live with them, among them, even in them, and often have little or no reason to acknowledge their lives. Sometimes, though, a place reaches out to us with benevolence like 651 did to me and so many others, and we feel it 
and have affection for it, even love it. But a place can also be malignant, just feel wrong or seem off. We've all been in such places. I think 658 must have been one. Every once in a while, when I go visit 651, I'll go a little further down Garnsey and look at the lot where 658 used to be. Maybe it's just me, but I always feel the ghost of that house looking back at me. Thanks to my podcasting guru, Pam Lack of San Diego State University, for guidance on all things audio. Music for this episode includes About That Oldie by Vibe Tracks and Ghost by Tim Beek. Thanks to Patsy for the stories and to you for listening to them. <laughs>